enter Friar Lawrence, alone, with a basket. The grey-eyed morn smiles on the frowning night, checkering the eastern clouds with streaks of light, and fleckled darkness like a drunkard reels from forth day's path and titan's fiery wheels. Now ere the sun advance his burning eye, the day to cheer and night's dank dew to dry, I must upfill this osier cage of ours with baleful weeds and precious juiced flowers. The earth that's nature's mother is her tomb. What is her burying grave? That is her womb. And from her womb, children of diverse kind, we sucking on her natural bosom find many for many virtues excellent, none but for some, and yet all different. Oh, mickle is the powerful grace that lies in plants, herbs, stones, and their true qualities. For not so vile that on the earth doth live, but to the earth some special good doth give. Nor aught so good, but strained from that fair use, revolts from true birth, stumbling on abuse. Virtue itself turns vice, being misapplied, and vice sometime by action dignified. Enter Romeo. Within the infant rind of this weak flower, poison hath residence and medicine power. For this, being smelt with that part, cheers each part. Being tasted, stays all senses with the heart. Two such opposed kings encamp them still in man, as well as herbs, grace, and rude will. And where the worser is predominant, full soon the canker death eats up that plant! Scene. Cast 36. Romeo and Juliet. Scene. Act 2, scene 3. So moving. And not without reason. I mean, it's moving because Shakespeare wrote it, but there is a reason that it was just played for you. Several. I shouldn't say played, just acted for you. Performed. The word is performed. By Sir Mark Brush. (sighs) Sounds like you're a little under the weather, Josh. Yeah, I've got some chess things happening. I have an idea. Do you? Isogenics. Yeah. Well, you, you know the good news is... You've gotten so swole, you've reduced your immunity. Here's the thing, though. I've been coughing a lot, and while I'm, I'm drinking this whey protein and coughing, my core is just getting so ripped, so cut, so shred. Small price dead. to pay. It is. Um, 
So the other reason we brought in uh, Romeo and Juliet, the friar's soliloquy, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an essential part of the biodynamic movement. Yep. Alan Chadwick, one of the first advocates. Firebrand. Firebrand of biodynamism in mm-hmm. agriculture. He used to perform that quite often for his classes of students, or he'd make them perform it. He sounded like I think you had to memorize it in order to remain in his presence for more than like a month. <laughs> he would just yell at you as after you a few weeks. It. He was like, you, "You don't got it. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I dug in on the old. Don't uh, step on my raised beds. Yeah, do not <sighs> I will step on my raised beds. Gut you with my uh, my Smith and Hawking British spade. Hmm? Isn't that what he had? His tool. Oh, his tool of choice. Yes. Okay. Jeez. I've read a little bit about the old uh, shithorn, the old uh, preparation 500 in the biodynamic agriculture. Yeah, you shared process. those links with me. Oh, good. Did you like them? I did. I read them. Well, that's a step in the right direction. You, you, one week, you don't read an article, and you hear about it the rest of the podcast. It is spring 2013 in North America, and biodynamic farmers are well into the rhythm of the growing season unfolding. The earth is moving her inner life outward. Is this Shakespeare? As though we are farming and gardening in her life of dreams. Vegetation, color, aroma, and regeneration of life. It can be intoxicating. This is a very potent time indeed. The biodynamic preparation 500 and the compost preparations 502 through 506. Buried in the earth last fall. Hmm? are unearthed in spring. They are medicinally permeated with this inner life of the earth that is omnipotent during the winter months. Yep. That's what you're going in for when you do the horn. I'm on board. I know you are. Who's with you? Tiny little people, tiny little group of people. Yeah, some select seers. Mysticism. All right, the one thing I liked that I read in that pile of links you sent me was there was something in there about paying attention to what it does to you, that the process is just as much about what it's doing to the earth as what it's doing to you, which is what I pretty much was saying last week. You're preparing the entire ecosystem, including yourself. Your entire growing ecosystem needs to be tended to. Lunar cycles. That's right. Get with the flow. Natal fluids. Yeah, they're all crucial to biodynamics. You say so. I am find myself skeptical of the necessity of the horn, of the mysticism surrounding it. But hey, everything else is fine. This is a good quote from. Uh, Do you bump into walls a lot walking through life with your eyes closed like that? <clears throat> Alan, meet Alan Chadwick, the high priest of hippie horticulture, Sarah Solovich, modern farmer. Quote When people come to this place and see the beauty and magic and robustness, I don't want them to attribute it to potions. The garden comes out of the soul of the gardener and the person's obedience and reverence for the laws of nature. Mr. Exactly. Chadwick was no not a not a not a not a fan of the uh, biodynamic errs biodynamics nor were they a fan of him it was sort of a uh, uh, love hate relationship let's go I think he was on their wavelength a bit but he was on the wavelength but he didn't he, you heard him I'm with you tillage topsoil how you go at, fuck the potions and the horns yeah well and you know where biodynamics first kind of appeared on the on no, I don't. I, really, tell me. Biodynamic wines. Well, That's where the buzz began. 
And I'm sure if he were alive, that probably now, would piss yeah. him off a little bit. Like he wasn't alive. Okay, but I mean, it has to be all like only you know like yeah, an affluent kind of in. I wonder why mode. it is with wine. It's just because the taste is so specific and crucial, and yeah, because people like some... to pretend they can taste specific things. Oh, because of terroir. Terroir. It's all about terroir. Terroir. <clears throat> I bet you could probably tell. If like I can tell terroir. The soil that these vines uh, has grown in was not uh, properly shithorned last winter. The actual so process. Almost, did you read about the actual noir, process? You, you do the thing, you bury the horn in the winter, then you extract it, and you like take the manure, the compost yeah, and out of it. Eat it. and then No, you dilute it in water. And just and like spray it, sp- sprinkle it over your acreage a little bit here but and there. But you only want a layer, like one drop thick. Tiny. Well, this is the, and they, 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 there's this claim that it's like homeopathy. A tiny amount mm-hmm. goes a long way. Yep. Woo. Okay, guys. Makes you feel good. Bury your shit horn. You know what? I'm not going to stop you. <clears throat> well, I should hope not. You maybe maybe yeah. I have better things to do. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I will. My, my new calling in life. I'm saying I believe that there's just something break, to it. Find shithorns ever farms across the country and just shatter them overnight. So here's the difference. You come between out to, you're ready to bury it and you're like, what happened? The body of every man I was struck by and the gilded insider. That's the difference. You need a you need an answer for everything. I'm okay with not knowing. I'm okay with just saying, yeah, fuck it. Probably does work. I don't know why. But I I like living in a world where you bury a fucking shithorn yeah. and some magic happens. Yeah, and you're racked by a respiratory infection because of your pounding isogenics. Nah, I think it's more because of my Tit kids. for tat. It's probably the uh, elementary school environment that I throw myself into on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah, I do that too. I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm volunteering in the classroom, Mark. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm in the trenches. Yeah. Yep, I'm, pl- I'm picking up the blocks that have been in mouths. Uh, I'm making you tea. I read with the kids. I'm right up in their face. See, I sit right at a little table with five of them at once. I'm like, hey. Oh, I get them all coming through and for the course of several hours. All of them breathing on me. You're there for a few hours? Crawling on me. Yeah, once a week. For how many hours? Uh, from drop off at 845 until 1030 bell. Super dad. For whom the taco bell tolls. Is that yours? That's mine. <laughs> that was a good one. A very literary episode. <laughs> Shakespeare, Hemingway. Uh, Washington Post, Roberto Ferdman. I'm going to read the quote first. I think it's Roberto. The reality is that animal welfare, broadly speaking, has become something that people care about and companies have moved to honor. It's something you have to do or at least have to seem to want to do if you want to woo customers. That was like Dr. Seussian shit. <laughs> that is. The who? Who wants it to woo? It's something you have you to do. Or Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, or KFC. Headline of the article The only major fast food company that refuses to fix how it gets its food. Yum brands. Yum yum. Taco Bell. You ever been in a Kentaco hut? <laughs> is that what they're called? Well, they're, I've seen ones around town here that are like a Pizza Hut and a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, I've been <clears> to some. But I had a friend from Alaska. Not, re- not recently. He set up there. They had a Kentaco oh, hut. It was all three under the same roof. Yeah, I know. You've been eating at Chick-fil-A. You're taking God it up a notch. Damn, yeah. Unapologetically. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm just hating on the planet. I finally f- I figured it out. That's social why progress. I, You're like, fuck it uh, all. I'm just eating Give me some sodium and some with a side of homophobia. <laughs> That's what's on the menu. <sighs> Oh no! What was on the menu? The uh, the um, 
printed marketing material underneath your meal. There was a whole thing about like how to be healthy and to exercise with your family and about dude, how to buried underneath face. my fried chicken sandwich and my sweet tea. <laughs> Paragon health. How, how am I with an infection? Mm. That's the question. Because I'm living the Tyson diet over here. I might need to find a way to kind of maintain this mucus level, though, because I feel like uh, it's velvety. It's chocolatey. I'm what about a, your... I'm, I'm unzipping a little bit, showing a little more chest. Ugh, Letting taco, some menthol, menthol vapor. Taco Hut. What was Kentaco it? Taco Hut. Kentaco Hut. It was a uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell and a Pizza Hut. Under what one was room. the story? Just that they had one in a small town in Alaska. And I was like, no way, dude, that's fucked up. And then like 15 years later, I saw a Taco Bell, or I mean a... Kentucky Fried Chicken Pizza Hut, mer- like oh, I see. joint establishment. I, see. I was like, whoa, he wasn't kidding. Yeah, that's a great story. <clears throat> so it was a really good story. Cheap food for young dudes gives you some slack. That's my takeaway. Taco Bell. You know who told me this story? Mostly a young male. dude. Who? The story about the Kentucky Hut. It was a young dude. Is that you? It was not me. But someone told me a story about this young dude that. Uh, dude, man. He was. Uh, he was he like loved weed so much and everything that like his house in Alaska caught on fire at one uh, point. His house in Alaska caught on fire. Mm-hmm. And the only thing he brought out was his bong. Oh boy, he bong. saved the bong. <laughs> About that guy. Don't try and mimic Mark. You just don't, you don't have it. You don't have so the velvet today. I think. But I mean, this guy he wouldn't have given a fuck probably. No, like, not at all. Like I don't care if the cows are in shackles. Eat their own <sighs> shit. I want my cheap taco. I want my grade D ground beef. Cheap ass taco meat. Twist it up in a chalupa, brah. Uh, so the point of the article is that Yum Brands, home to those three fine fast food franchisee establishments, last to get on board with this because they're so price sensitive and they can't... Every penny counts. Every penny counts. You can't have that 79 cent or whatever breakfast menu. What I liked most about this article is that at one point they're talking about all the, their recent product introductions and how they're really... They're, so they're all about cheap and convenient. And they just rolled out breakfast at Taco Bell. But they said you have to be able to eat it with one hand. Yeah, it has to be a menu. off with the other. You're loading your bong, you're beating off. No, I think you're in your car. Oh, driving, of course. Gee. That just makes me think of yum, yummers getting paid to like. The yummers? Yeah, that's what I call people that work at yum brands, yummers. Oh, yummers, okay. Yeah, they're like, shit. Somebody so there's got the one-handed snack division. It's or the, there's the job meal. who's like to ensure the one-handedness of the new product launches. They're killing ideas that might take a little bit more than one hand. And they've got like a they're they're kicking up the chain. The ones that are like really easy to grab onto. It's fun to imagine their palate too, right? They have like a few different sizes of hands. Uh, tortillas that they can different if it, fake hands. No, but I'm saying they have an ingredients palette. You know, they've got all the shells and tortillas at their disposal. They've got all the different fixins. They've got all the top quality meats. What, how can they put it together and still exactly. keep it one-handed? Yeah. And then off to the side, they have like a deck of, uh, you know, different Dorito flavors. So like which, what do we infuse with what? I, 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 I to like, get these my Mountain visual, Dew chugging bro bras in here. I like the visual of like different prosthetic hands that they like use oh. to see if it can actually grab the shell well and stuff like that. Yeah. Why use your, why use your own hand when you can use a petite <laughs> Asian woman? Oh, it just falls apart. Oh, they've got like a, a yeah. full hand array. To yeah, show different hands. Cultural and gender totally. diversity. I, yeah, that's where they're spending the money. <laughs> they want to make sure all might be. hand sizes are represented. Rebranding GMO. Wired. Sarah Zhang. Zhang. Rebranding GMO might just 
need to start with these smaller startups. Quote, I don't think you can do it in an established brand, says John Buckley of Cary, an international food ingredients and flavors company. When you hear about a big multinational corporation engineering microbes, that sounds like the plot for a dystopian video game. Monsanto couldn't feed starving children without people casting aspersions. Boy, there's some assumptions made in that line. But a shiny Silicon Valley startup engineering... My whole performance for this entire podcast is going to be Shakespearean. But a shiny Silicon Valley startup engineering microbes to change the world? That's suddenly kind of exciting. Maybe even disruptive? Love that word. You know what this means, Josh? No, I kind of... I read the article, but there's a fog around it for me. No, it means that... It means we have a job. We need to rebrand GMOs? No. You and I, yeah. we, we love natural food, but we also love to call bullshit on natural food. Yes, we do. We need to get just as earnest about calling bullshit on food tech. Sure. Because they're going to clock. That's where you go with all the f- new shiny ideas. I know, they can't they, run through they Monsanto can't sell GMO, anymore. So they need to call it something else. They need well, to trick gonna the people. We're going to rebrand it, but we're going to have to like, keep, keep tabs on this eye. rebranding effort. Yeah. Because what you really ought to do... That's marketing sleight of hand shit, yet again. Don't call it GMO. Okay. Maybe don't call it GMO, but call it something equally, you know, that's straightforward and transparent. Transparent. You know? Because you don't need to hide behind the food tech for that much longer. Pretty soon, people will be like, all right, fine. I guess we do want to eat turnips and we can't grow them anymore, so what can you do with the food tech? Fine. There's food tech, and then there's food tech. And then somewhere in between, there's there's food tech. So, <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, there's a story coming up later. It's kind of like, yes, we use gen- we use genetic engineering techniques to make a food product, but it's not what most people think of when they think GMO. It's so not, you got to rebrand that Monsanto. Round up in your rice bran. Don't rebrand that Monsanto shit. It is what it is. You, you know, you made your bed, lie in it. Yep. It is what it is. Lie in it. One but hand on your pants, one that. hand on a chalupa. Bone broth bullshit. Oh, this, is a, this is a heated piece, huh? Enough already with the bone broth hype, says Kira Butler on Mother Jones. I'm surprised this isn't coming to us from Vox Media. She's <laughs> <laughs> so over there being like, fuck. <laughs> they beat me to it. I, I bet she had <laughs> so much of this pulling her hair out. Yeah, she had, yeah, she had. Yeah, like, she just hadn't put the conclusion done. on it. And then she's like, fuck. She hadn't hit publish in the There's another CMS. angle to work, Julia. Don't worry. Another autumn, another slew of fawning stories about bone broth. According to Dr. Oz, adherents of the paleo diet and the whole milk-guzzling folks over at the Weston A. Price Foundation. (laughs) God, fuck them. You know them. The superfood du jour has a host of mystical powers. Oh, mystical powers. Mm -hmm. It can detoxify your liver, lubricate your stiff joints, patch up the holes in your gut, and erase your wrinkles, to name just a few of its supposed party party tricks. <laughs> Kobe Bryant claims drinking bone broth fixed his ruptured Achilles tendon. It was the bone broth, not the fleet of top medical professionals <laughs> right. at his beck him. and call. Yeah. I, I like articles like this. I like articles that just tear it apart. Take the piss out of something. Piece by piece, right? Because they go through it. They go through it. Yeah, they do. Do you want to find that most of the claims are bullshit? (laughs) One scientific study specifically on this back in 1934. 1934. That's World War II, baby. Yeah, that's a while ago. 
the art, the the whole notion that you get in collagen out of this good for your joints weak. It's not delivering that much. That the glutamine is great for your leaky gut weak. That it makes you beautiful from within weak. That all the liver detoxification happening weak. It's probably just you're hydrating your fucking liver. But bone broth can cure a cold, maybe. Well, I think this, I think it was kind of like. Eh, well, it's saying why there's not? no studies specifically, but uh, there's a study from 2000 that found that chicken soup stops white blood cells from migrating. Yeah, so it, the mechanism that causes some of the, the symptoms of upper respiratory tract yeah, infections. You, you hear that right now? Ooh, should we see what my mechanic has to say? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, just tape it. This is Josh. Hey, Josh. It's Tom over at the garage. Hey, Tom. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna be able to get that fixed for you today, so that way you walk out of here with everything that you came in for done. Um, the washer nozzle parts and labor to replace is about fifty three dollars. I can handle that. So, so it's gonna put you out the door uh, for everything parts, labor, and tax at about three eighty for per- the battery, the belt, and the washer nozzle. Perfect. Does that work? That's great, Tom. I, okay, I appreciate Josh, the call. I'll call as soon as we got it done. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Josh. Take care. Um, so yeah, uh, it might, might help with upper respiratory infections. Yeah. But that's chicken soup, right? Yeah. But, but the deal like this, well, this is what I really, really <clears throat> bugs me is the whole bone broth debacle. It, we know what it is. We mm-hmm. know about stocks and soups and broths. Yes. Now these you are leave it on slow the stove. steep for yeah. eight hours. So yeah. Get, yeah. That's where you're getting all the collagen out, right? Uh huh. <clears throat> but, uh, it's making a world of difference. It is. Uh, here's here's my theory, though. Sure, drink it. You got a cold? Drink it. Why not? It's chicken soup. Well, yeah, and it's warm. It's gonna make you feel good. But um, you know, I think this tie. I think this plays into isogenics as well, and into the shit horn. I bet they've got a bone broth. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know if they do. But <laughs> if they play, don't. They got one coming. No, see, they'd probably be more likely to give you collagen in a powder or a pill. Oh, totally, totally. So, but the deal is, uh, I'd be shocked if you don't have that upstairs. I think part of the right reason. Now. Part of the reason uh, I'm listening. people are on board with this and thinking it works. And You're weak. The same I'm thing not with isogenics. You. You're weak. I'm going to let you go. You son of a bitch. Uh, is that if it if it tricks your mind into thinking it's working? Yeah, placebo. Your mind it's can powerful. trick your body. Can make your body feel better in certain ways. Totally. We got a religion versus science debate. All it's the undercurrent of natural food, of food. Period. Yeah. Now, forever to come. Because I'll tell you what, my uh, mother-in-law if is you believe it, is so it much deeper help. into isogenics right now than she was last week. Oh, boy. <clears throat> she's been to a couple events. Oh, God. She lost another four pounds. Uh, so that's why she's into it. Yeah. Because it, she's getting results out of it. Yeah. And here's my thing. I mean. It may not last. Sorry. Well, but I, anyway. I don't know. If she's getting into the events. But I think it depends on how long she can stay enthusiastic. Because I think what it does do is. Uh, create a routine um, yeah, for calo- caloric consumption that probably does help you out a little bit. It's so weird to see you latching onto the routines. Well, I think I've realized that routines, I, I, there's value in routine. Interesting. It doesn't mean I'm going to stick with these products, but it's I do so like the notion Interesting coming from the creative engine at Natch.is. You need certain routines to get your creativi- creativity I, firing, I, homie. I guess you do. Some people do. But here's the other thing is I'm prone to also just leaping 30,000 miles away from this routine at some point and just doing something different. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. It'll happen. 
But until then, you can go ahead and spend, uh, let me see what they said, $75 a month about. No, I'm not. I'll make bone broth because I have a whole chicken upstairs. That's their point is that you got to buy the chicken and the vegetables. And if you want to drink the recommended amount every day for your optimized health, 75 a month. See, I make a chicken soup with a bone broth, so it's like an extra fortified soup. So you just leave that on the stove an extra eight hours. That's Tyson diet. I uh, I cook the chicken, serve up the breast meat to my family, and then I chop up the rest of the meat, and I put the that. bones in a stock pot, and then I let it simmer on low yeah. overnight until the next day. I am just... Uh, then I strain it. I'm looking at some breast meat right now, and... <laughs> Oh, right. The it's tattoos going. and the breast meat. Ooh, is just, and this oh, velvet, this man. velvet voice. Yeah. I wish I had some slippers on. I think this is pure marketing. Sorry, bone broth. Sure, if you want to do it, go ahead. Nobody's going to... It's up to you. What happened? Oh, hey, I thought of a couple... Uh, <clears throat> if you want to move away from the uh, hyper-hydrolyzed, fortified, TM'd whey protein you're okay. taking, you want some plant-based, right? Yep, asked for that a couple months ago. Garden of Life. Okay. You can buy it at retail. Spiffle. Uh, <laughs> scoop, which is a Bogusky joint. I like Scoop, but uh, as you remember, it made me poop. Scoop poop. Oh, good? Quick poops. Like, whoa, aggressive. <laughs> well, they, <coughs> that was years ago. They've refined the formula. Oh, okay. They've taken the laxative out? Anyway, that's the high-quality plant-based protein. Um... Do I get a uh, branded? And, and, and do I get a branded shaker? Vega with either of those. I've been eating the shit out of Vega, man. Well, you got the bars, but you used the powder. I used to use the powder. I think they used to sell it at fucking Costco, but no, you bought that other thing. Oh, uh, right. It was okay. Yeah. There I, you go. I gave you some brands. Thank you, Mark. You you truly delivered. <laughs> if it was me, I'd buy Garden of Life or Scoop. I think Scoop was pretty expensive. If it was you, what if it was you in a green hat? Oh, you have a green hat. <clears throat> what if it was you dressed like Liberace? What would you buy then? Oregano oil kills the bad bugs. Cinnamon oil Come feeds back the good Mike a little bit there, hot hands. <clears throat> Essential oils might be the new antibiotics. Tori Rodriguez, The Atlantic. Whether farmers choose to use it or not, there is a strong alternative on the horizon. Numerous recent studies. And sh- sh- Tori, she. Tori with an I, she she means it, including several done by the USDA, have shown great promise in using essential oils as an alternative to antibiotics in livestock. How about in human stock? How about right now? It's already happening. We both uh, did a little pre-show prep with some peppermint oil on the nostrils. I've got a bunch in my mustache, too. Yeah, I can still still smell it. That is a highly concentrated, pure oil from doTERRA, another MLM. that I did wrote a story on and they kind enough to send me a sport pack. Well, let's just tell this story now. Oh, okay. Because it's my deep blue dong story. Okay. <laughs> here, I'm going to let you smell this. Deep, oh, here we go. Wait, deep blue rub doTERRA with proprietary CPD, God damn these people, CPDTG deep blue essential oil blend, which means what? Wintergreen leaf oil, camphor, Bark oil, menthol, Jesus, menthol, sweet almond, oh, sweet almond oil, sweet, nothing like sweet almond oil, peppermint, eucalyptus. Here, open that up and smell it. All right. And if you want, Wait, has this been you can no, no, no. <clears throat> you can go ahead and rub it on your uh, 
Shoulder. It'd be good for your shoulder. It's for like... My neck sore from coughing too. I'll go ahead, do that. I'm going to use like half this bottle. Is that okay? I would recommend not using a ton. Because strong. my story <laughs> yes. involves... You know, I got I I got a I got a herniated disc. I got a back problem. It's a real deal. And I like in the hips sometimes, and so I was rubbing it on the hips, and then I was getting it a little bit in the groin. Oh boy! <laughs> so they sent me this oil. It's for like sports injuries. I'm like, I'm doing it. First time out of the gate, I loaded up and I rubbed it a lot. Groin area. Got in the car, <laughs> drove to Boulder. Some of the man bits got on the. Your huge dick was flopping yeah, around on your thighs. I was this close to going to the ER. I Are you was serious? Like, yes. Oh it's, my god! It stung so much. It burned, man. It burned. Yeah, this one time. You're gonna feel it. Yeah, I, I can feel it. it. Feels pretty good. Well, it's not. It's just getting going. <clears throat> I remember one time in my That's adolescence. That's my deep blue dong story. You know, it does not that, involve masturbation. No, this one does. Well, I mean, you know, you go through that phase when you're a young man, and you're like just. Put, putting it in every inanimate object around, you're beating it all the time, you're just trying to figure it all out, right? Because it's like this exciting new development. I guess some So then you go that. through a period where you're like, hmm, different lubes. What kind of different lotions are lying around the house that I haven't tried yet? You are making some false assumptions here that everybody goes through this period of time. Okay. So you mean not everyone tried burn cream on it? <laughs> it's Acolyte? like you're a Taco Bell. It's just like you're the wall of lubes. Oh, my the world is my oyster. What am I going to use today? <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save some kids <laughs> some heartache. Give me that grass-fed butter. You stay away from the burn cream, all right? Talk about almost going to the ER, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it was bad. Wait, 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 what is burn cream? It's just like a, it's kind of like this. It's like a, you know, something you rub on a burn, like an antiseptic no, burn No, I think you're wrong. An antiseptic burn would be mild and calming. This is more like, this is like Ben Gay on steroids. I don't think it like burned so much as it made my, my uh, ding-along feel like real numb for a long time. Ugh. And I was quite... Afraid, right? Because I was like, this is my were. new favorite toy. And I like, was afraid I driving the boulder. feel it. Just with a little casual contact. Yeah, see, this was more of like some deep penetration happening. and uh, <laughs> you, were going, you were going at it. I would not recommend using this. No, I can feel it on my neck. For, a vigorous, like, for a vigorous... <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm going I'm to put jerk. a little on my back, though. Oh. But not on the back, not near my dong. Yeah, don't... It's just... But that's where it hurt. Not the dog, the the groin and the hip. What did you did you call Jenny and you're like, what do I do? <laughs> but see, also you also smell like that. All like you walk around just smelling like that. That's fine. This is a it's nice fine. smell. It's a nice smell. It's very it's strong. Like some fucking old man, covered in liniments and oh, got up the boulder. I was helping Spiffly. It was a rough little uh, transition into the workday. <laughs> did you did you mask it or were people watching you dance <laughs> well, around? <laughs> I adjusted myself and tried to reduce contact and. I got through it. It went away. I'm glad to see you sitting here. So oregano oil, they're finding. Have you given it a test drive? Does it still work? <clears throat> Reduces, I don't know what this word is. Acites? Ascites? Ascites? Aegeus. <laughs> A-S-C-I-T-E. A-S-C-I-T-E? Acites. Acites. Asmax. Uh, oregano oil. It can reduce mortality from that in poultry by up to 60%. Bafo. Oregano, chili peppers, cinnamon. You combo those oils. It changes the epigenetics of poultry, and they gain weight better, and they don't get intestinal infection. Turmeric, chili pepper, shiitake mushroom, same thing. Citrus peel, looks good. Lemongrass, 
Stick that in cleansers, right? Already. Sanitize your hands. You put that in a hand, an antiseptic hand thing at hospitals, it kills MRSA. See? And this is stuff like 10 years ago, people have been like, that's not going to do shit. Essential oils, It's like the shithorn, man. This is all, this is shithorn all over again. This is, this is, what I'm describing to you are real scientific studies. I know, but this is nature proving that. Well, there's truth in that. All the answers are there for you. Uh, You can't outsmart nature, right? You because don't need to. You should just try and that's right. listen you instead of trying to, to yell over top of what nature's doing with a hoarse voice like this. You can't do it. You just need to listen. You just need to shut up and listen. Yes, you do. Because something's about to be said, Nine right? Nine times out of ten. Something's it is about to be said. You got to just listen. For bacteria to become resistant to essential oils, which would be the, the same way we're resistant to antibiotics, yeah. but it's unlikely because the oils contain hundreds more Chemical compounds than antibiotic medications, making it difficult for bacteria to adapt to the oils. Oh my God, what is <laughs> happening? I don't know. We're at, we're, there's this resistance cliff, the antibiotic cliff. We don't have, we, people have stopped making new antibiotics because there's no real money in it, and they're not working anymore. We are facing a post-antibiotic world in which we can't fight common infections. Well, that's not frightening. It's very frightening <clears throat> unless you've got the deep blue. Or you rub that in an open wound, you're going to kill everything. <laughs> I don't have the oils down here. Those mm-hmm. those essential oils, they're they're taken off because they're very. Uh, it's that ancient medicine theory. It plays on the religious aspects aspects of this. Like I really believe asbestos. I wouldn't recommend using that. <laughs> but there's more. There's, well, this is early science, but there's because it's hard. But it's intuitive science. Yeah. I like because this these these are highly. It's hard, but I'm into it. essential oils contain some of the most potent antimicrobial compounds available and that furthering our understanding of what understanding of them may lead to the development of entirely new classes of drugs hey let's hope they're drugs that work or that have recreational applications yeah for a teenage kid in his bedroom that's right learning cream (laughs) learning about love (laughs) learning about self-love so, thanks, doTERRA, for sending me the samples when I wrote about you. They're on fire as an MLM. If you want to, you Is or your wife want to sell arts? some stuff. I ain't but you can't eat shit, it. man. You can ingest. You back up off that mic, okay. motherfucker. What are you? I, this is my normal delivery. Oh, it's like spiking left and right. Oh, crap. It's all in your head. All right. You just got to back the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. How about here? Perfect. I'm up close I like because I I'm yell. practically fucking whispering. You don't have to assume it because you, I'm close. You need to get just as close always as me. Pre- oh, it doesn't, man. man. I'm looking tinny. at the guy. I'm looking at the motherfucking sound forms right now. <sighs> Trust me. Yeah. You're booming. Food tech butter. Our old pal Waddy. Is that what you call her? Yeah, I said, what up, Waddy? Last time we had oh, a Lane Watson story. Lane Watson, food navigator, Solazyme to launch algae butter in early 2016. Solazyme is aiming to launch the latest addition to its micro-algae-based ingredients portfolio in early 2016 in algae butter, which it says could replace hard fats, such as palm oil or partially hydrogenated oils in a variety of applications spanning confectionery, bakery, and spreads. It's exciting. It's a hard fat from a completely new source. That's right. You know, I was hanging out with my homie Greg from the Southside Church of Billy D. Oh, yeah. And he, uh, he's a listener. I don't know if he's totally caught up, but he was like, hey, dude, 
algae, dude. Like that's 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 another big thing, right? Algae. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bud. We covered that like fucking months ago. Good, good tip. But, but here it is, coming right back at us. Algae. It's, so it's, there you go, Greg. You're right. Algae butter now. Sustainable, nutritious. Yep. Fine. It's a good thing to replace the palm oil. I wonder if it would be a good personal lubricant. What do you think? I'd go with the algae oil. Mm. Well, you I mean, you heat you up the, the butter, then it's fat, basically not an oil, the hard right? fat. That's true, but I mean, like coconut you might hurt yourself. Yeah, it's possible. Been there before, but you know what? <laughs> the dick penises are resilient. You got to hand it to a penis. We've had this discussion, not not in comparison to their probably not on microphones. Well, the female anatomy much more durable. Oh well, yeah. No, well, no. I mean, the penis is quite durable and tough. It's just like I don't know if that's it's just true. hanging there, waiting to be injured. It's the testicles that are really just, oh, you know, fey little meek appendages. But the penis, I mean, you can beat it up all sorts of ways, and it's fine. Right? How's yours looking? I don't know. Forty-two-year-old Wang. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you hold it in. <laughs> Oh, I was trying to not <laughs> engage. I was trying really hard. The people want transparency, Mark. That's what we're all about. <laughs> they want about. <clears throat> if I ask you how your dick health is, you just give me something, a little something. It's good. <laughs> it's feeling better. You, you almost like scarred it. It's way menthol. better from the the deep blue trauma. I've, I've, I've recovered nicely. I have. It's uh, uh, I, it's, it's never been better. Good. Just don't forget to walk the dog, man. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, palm oil, you don't do it sustainably. That's a problem. It kills monkeys, orangutans, poor guys. Nobody likes partially hydrogenated oils. Trans fats, kills you. No good. Nope. Algae butter, bring it. Why not? Vegetable oils are now, they're saying that frying food and vegetable oils is cancerous after all. Did you hear that? No. <clears throat> yeah. Who said that? Some article somewhere that I read. Yeah, good. I forgot Flip to put board. in the <laughs> They Google do. This it, is Google. the example, Deadly though, where they have oil. to sure use right genetic up. engineering to, you know, they puts they they stimulate the production process with certain GE techniques, but what and what it comes out of it at the end has no, in theory, GMO. So you're talking about stimulation in, in, and what comes out at the end, but what yeah. I'm not understanding here uh-huh. is uh... <laughs> <laughs> what. You just had to make your little sexual pun there, but didn't know where to go. Uh, yeah, I was hoping I'd, <laughs> didn't know where to go. I'd think of a way to like loop it back in. Yeah, nope, couldn't loop it back in. I came in. close. I came close. You got in, but you couldn't loop it back in. Couldn't loop it. So now it's just failed nope. potty humor. Nobody can. My apologies. If you could loop it back in. Then I'd have something. The Cosmic Crisp. Move over, Honey Crisp. There's a race to create America's next big apple. There you go. Move over, Honey Crisp. Move back, Mark. I tried. Kate Yoder Grist. Quoting heavily from the New York Times, but this is our last story. Oh yeah, yeah. Honeycrisp's popularity stems from its juicy flesh and crisp texture. Did you say that again, but a little slower? <clears throat> <clears throat> Wait, let me say it in my uh, sexy voice here. Juicy flesh. Wait, what is it? Juicy flesh and crisp texture. Juicy flesh and crisp texture with club sauce. A, uh, a big improvement from the former American favorite, the mushy Red Delicious. Those things always sucked. Yep. But the Honeycrisp, introduced in the 90s, is not the utopian apple. 
<laughs> Fuck you for thinking there is a utopian apple. Yeah, who's it's out hard, there claiming it's a utopian apple? It's hard to produce, expensive, and its flavor doesn't store particularly well. That's why, according to a New York Times apple expose, <laughs> growers are scrambling to produce crisper and more flavorful varieties. One of the contenders is Cosmic Crisp, which the New York Times describes as dramatically dark. I'd like to meet the grizzled New York Times reporter working the apple beat. Dramatically He probably dark. thought he was going to get over in Silicon Valley. Like, oh, they're going to put me. Oh, apple beat. Con. Fuck yeah. Dramatically dark, richly flavored, and explosively crisp and juicy. Yeah, they're very crisp and juicy. Explosively. You know what? A Granny Smith apple, at least this time of year, they're looking pretty good. Dramatically If dark. you want your crispness in a more explosively utopian manner. I think I'd prefer my apple dramatically dark and explosively juicy. You like your apples like you like your men? It's not ready, though, until 2019. You won't get to have it. Boy, I'm going to be counting down the days. Can I tell you some of the other uh, hybrids here that are in the running to usurp the uh, uh, honey crisp? Usurpers. So you got the Cosmic Crisp. Usurper. You got Sweet Tango. What the fuck is that? Sweet Tango. Sweet Tango. Mm. I think it's Sweet Anglo. It's like a white-fleshed... Ambrosia. Snapdragon. Salad of the Gods. And my favorite, Jazz. Jazz? Yep. I thought there already was a Jazz apple. Yeah, you heard it here. (laughs) Okay, you thought wrong. (laughs) Congratulations. Hey, maybe they got their facts wrong. Maybe they did. You know, I have family... uh, up and down the Wenatchee Valley in Washington State. That's apple country, okay? So I think I know a thing or two about jazz apples. Oh, look at you. Mm. Mm. I've never had it, but you're right. You, maybe you can already buy it. Maybe some. Maybe a lot of those you can already buy. Maybe, yeah. it was, maybe the article was sort of like, these are the, these are the other contenders. Some on the market, some not. Oh, to be put into the our, our, hybrid our, blender next? No, to be the American <clears throat> favorite to usurp... Some fucking hot licks. This is Jazz Apple. It's a brand video. What are the apples doing? Are they riding skateboards? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll read you. I gotta read you the copy. Don't cut this song out. Not until it's over, man. Sorry. (sighs) They'll make me go all the way back. Yeah, here we go. Ready. Grown around the world. Jazz apples are grown by hand-selected orchardists. Do you have jazz music for jazz apples? <laughs> There's nothing jazz about this. <laughs> so far, that was it for the copy. You rewound for that? <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. <laughs> it's a lot of, lot, of, lot of video of apples, buddy. I'm liking it. Oh, jazz apples are available all year round. That was it. All right. That's the week's news. Covered in style. See you next week. Natch.is. Website's looking good. At Real Natch. Productive as always. Go to the website. Natch.is. Check it out. Been working on it. Yeah. Fucking give us some feedback, you know? We worked very hard on that website. (laughs) Haven't heard word one. Not word one. Oh, yeah, we did. We have heard not heard word two. Zach said he loved that picture. We have not heard word three. 
shown it to anybody else. Actually, my wife liked it. So maybe it's just word three we're waiting on. Anyone out there want to give us word three? Hi at Natch.is. Natchcast 36. Uh, now, Marty Funkhauser. Larry! Larry, come in! Come on, Larry! Larry! Larry? Come in and listen to Natchcast! Larry! Oh. Mm-hmm.